Welcome to episode 31 of the Northern Chorus Fantasy Pints podcast. We've had another short break with this because I was in Madrid, Mad Cool Festival, um, got back last week and we actually recorded this one. I say we, it is me alone again, so no James this week, but I recorded this just before I left for the festival. Um, it's with Red Rum Club, a band from Liverpool who uh, I'm sure you've heard of by now, sort of reveling in some deserved success following um, How to Steal the World, the latest album, which has seen them go to the first main stage open a festival slot at Neighbourhood Weekender with more to follow. And we're fortunate enough to be able to chat to Simon and Neil on uh, this week's podcast. I'll apologise in advance because there is some uh, some sound issues um with with the guests there, i think there was an interruption for a few minutes in the background i mean you can still hear it i'm just sort of pre-warning and um but hopefully you can see past it and enjoy the podcast here we go And we're joined this week by two members of one of the UK's most promising bands, I would say. Um, fresh out of Liverpool, it's Simon and Neil from Red Rum Club. How are you doing? Good. Good. Yeah, yeah. You? I'm brilliant, thank you. I, th- I spoke to Fran, I, I, I'm not sure how long ago it was, when we did an article for the, for the website. And that was sort of around the hollow sessions time. And um, you'd been announced as Sound City headliners as well and obviously a lot has happened since then but I kind of want to pick up from there really um especially with the the hometown festival headline slot what was that like for you guys that was exciting man like, yeah. it was, that was one of the first times I've been nervous backstage nah. <laughs> we've been in Sound City Roads in the past and then to go and headline your own city's festival that was a uh, bit remarkable quite exciting actually yeah and we've, we've played it like I think every year up to that moment as well, like kind of going up the bill. Yeah. Uh, so like to be able to finally top it off by headline like, in an amazing venue as well in Grand Central. It was a uh, yeah, it was incredible. Yeah, I think that that's what I've been mentioning previously. It's like you'd been looking at the small print of of lineups in the past, and then it was kind of it took a while to sink in. Um, but once you got there, I'm, I'm assuming it felt like uh, felt like it was meant to be kind of. Um, a little bit, maybe, maybe a little bit meant to be. Maybe nah, like, I felt like I did it. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> yeah. No imposter syndrome or anything. No, <laughs> not, not at all. That's <laughs> <laughs> that like, Yeah. Um, and obviously, since then, you've released the album, the, the latest album, How to Steal the World. And it seems from the outlooker, Sort of looking in to have had a fantastic reception. I don't know how it felt like for you guys. Is, uh, would you say this is your your best album to date, and and what's it been like for you? Yeah, I think it is. Like, uh, I think going into it, it was one of those albums for us where like we were probably the most confident of, of the body of work. Yeah, we were yeah. very happy with recording it. What we got out of it, every song we loved. We, we all got on really well in the studio. I mean, it feels not better to record that. That was. Like, that was April 2021, I think, probably. It was a little while, I tried to think back. Um, but we, we were all made up of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even when we were playing the songs live, the reaction from the crowds, particularly on the, the last song, the greatest and the words, the emotion they gave, it was, it was beautiful. Yeah. 
Well, that's what I was going to kind of come on to because it's not you don't get that often with bands when they're playing live because the likes of sort of vibrate, um, night calling, and there was another single as well, wasn't the um, love you like you want to be loved, love me like you want to be loved, um, and when you hear that playing live, you'd think that they're sort of the old sort of class, the older hits that people knew all along, whereas they're kind of fresh in people's minds. And so you kind of took the words out of my mouth and, um, in the way that it's sort of fed back to you from the crowd. It must be special for these new songs. Yeah, definitely. It was a bit, I think we were a bit nervous about Vibrates, or I was, because like we didn't, because it's a bit of a slower song. Yeah, I was going to say the same. Yeah, thing. we didn't really know like where it would fit in the sets. And like, I think the first few times we played it like quite early. And like, as soon as we played it, people would jump to it. And it's not like a jumpy song. <laughs> and we were like, probably put this a bit further than that. We were like, we were quite surprised at the reaction of like how it went down by. There was a mosh pit in Glasgow. There was a mosh pit in the library. Are you listening or are you just taking a mic out of us? <laughs> yeah, they're meant to be uh, a bit crazy, the Glasgow crowds. Uh, was, yeah. was that like it for the whole gig? They were pretty mad for yeah. the whole gig, right? Yeah. yeah. Because imagine if a slower song like Vibrate goes off, I'm not sure what's going to happen for the uh, for the finale. <laughs> I think it'll vibrate when I realise, wow, these are mad. Like, these just love it. Um, mm. Yeah. And and it, then it just goes off even more. Yeah. And obviously it seems like you're kind of getting the recognition you deserve with this album, like in terms of the graft you've been putting in for the last several years. Um, is that how you feel in camp is it is it kind of can you feel sort of something changing now yeah you can feel like a, a vibe more so than in the past yeah you, you feel it's starting to happen a bit more especially like sometimes there is there are little doubts and stuff like that like neighborhood festival um we were on the main stage and i think we were all still doubting like whether anyone would be there <laughs> but it was to walk out and be like right okay people have obviously come down early itch because we're on, like, we must be doing something like, we must be all right. Um, yeah. So, yeah, there are, there are some doubts, but then things like neighbourhoods and, and, and things like that, and it kind of reaffirms your belief that, yeah, we're probably on the right track. Like, probably, you know, probably decent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah. I did the other festival. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of re reassuring. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, you mentioned Neighbourhood Weekender, and I think you said when you were on stage about how it was usually your first main stage open air slot. Uh, and that kind of, in the, it, it was sunny, wasn't it? It was the sun was shining down, and that kind of fits your, your music for the live show. Um, have you got more of those coming up? Because I feel that that kind of, if that might have been your first, but there's got to be plenty more to come. Yeah, we have. We've got a few. Uh, we've got one tenor We've got Kendall Corlin. Um, that's probably the main one. Yeah, that's um, probably the next biggest one that we're yeah. doing at the end of July. On the, on the main stage on the first day at 6 pm. Um, so oh, 6 pm. Yeah, I'll be there. I have to walk around the band. Yeah. That's the one I think my my girls are top, maybe. Yeah, that might top. Yeah. yeah. I know there'll be a lot of festivals that will come very, very close to top of me, but. Yeah. Well, time will tell. Uh, something that might top it as well is uh, US USA tour. You've got booked in. That's it's quite quite a lot of dates. Like bands sometimes go over, and they'll do a few. But you've got quite a lot, so there must be sort of an ap appetite for it over there. Is that what you found? Yeah, we all felt. Well, it's something like we've done the tour with, um, when we went over in March, um, and then we did 
and it did seem like there was a, a bit of an appetite there was like a bit of a hunger like once we finished playing it but even while we were playing each show um, it felt like people kind of got us pretty instantly so when we, we finished the tour in LA and, and the, the fellow who booked all of the dates as soon as we come off he was like I'm going to email your manager next, uh, tomorrow and we're going to, we're going to do a load more dates uh, so literally with a week of us finishing that last US tour we had the next one booked in um, so there, there does seem to be a bit of a hunger but there's a, a lot more dates this time there for a yeah. lot longer yeah and when are you going over there? Pardon? And when are you going over there? Sorry. 16th September. Yeah, we're going to fly the 16th of September. We're going to have a few days in Washington just to get drunk, and then we'll start. <laughs> um, we, so that's talking further afield. Let's talk about your sort of home home city now. Um, Liverpool seems to be particularly thriving. There's, there's a few cities in the UK that seem to be quite forming hotspots of music. Liverpool's one of them, and you seem to be leading leading the way. What's it like yeah. to be a part of that? It feels nice. Um, it does feel like there's a, there are quite a few bands doing, um, really well, doing really incredibly well. well, yeah. And it it does it doesn't feel like a competition. It feels like you know you see other bands like Mystery who have just been on a massive tour of US, and it's like they made a Yeah, you're genuinely really happy for them. Um, mm. It's just it's putting the, the local music scene on the map again. Yeah. No, definitely. And is there ever, you talk about there being a good feeling, is there ever a competitive edge when it comes to things like that in your own city or is it always good vibe? Yeah. Um, I think you'll, you'll always get that. No matter, like, you'll see someone announce something, how oh, did they get that? They're doing loads. And then you look at your, <laughs> then you look at your own diary and you go, we're doing a lot too. Um, yeah. it's, when, when we have days off, other bands might do something and they're like, like we should be there. Um, I think we'd be sick of each other if we were always on that bus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. But not now, I think now with the way we're also doing well, I think the competitiveness might drop a little bit and it's more just like, good for you, go get it. And yeah. you enjoy watching the defenders grow with you. Yeah. And you've, you've been back home for the, was the Mountford Hall show that you, you did. That, yeah, that was, was yeah. October, that was. Yeah. yeah. That's a, so that was quite, quite a while ago now. But... Um, I saw something from that and it looked quite quite an occasion. Um, so again, what what was that like to be a part of? That was a, that was a, that's one of my favourite moments. That yeah. um, it just the whole we had was the end of our tour. We had an album out was it the next day or something stupid like yeah. that. Yeah, um, we had all our all our food downstairs in the room. It was like a big party before we went on. Um, we went and played it. It was unbelievable. Everyone in the stop me was. We had that much of a light show. We couldn't really see much of the crowd. Yeah. And now and again, the house light would come on. And you go, whoa. It's it's chocolate, it's full. And they're all here to watch us. And I think yeah. Fran said as well, like, when we booked the show, the first ever gig that he went to was in Manford Hall, like, with his mates. Right. And he was like, it was like, that was my first ever gig. And he was like, he walked in and he seen, like, the crowd. And he see, I can't remember, I think it was like Florence and the Machine. And he was like an NME tour. Um, and he was like, that's what I want to do. So then to be able to go back to that venue and sell it out at the end of the, end of the UK tour, for him, it was, it was probably you know, the most special moment for him um, to be able to look back and be like, well, I said that I wanted to do it and I'm finally managing to do it. Yeah. I said that when I was thinking for the other, um, all the uh, traffic drivers. Yeah. yeah, so I'm not going to be happy until <laughs> <laughs> What's that? You won't be happy until you played the cricket ground, Old Trafford. 
you know, it's a no one. I just want to play it. <laughs> we'll book it. I'll, I'll, yeah, just be on the stage. I'll be on the piece. That's it. Yeah. It's about 20 minutes walk from my flat, that. So it's, uh, I'll hopefully see you there See you there soon. So with all this kind of happening, like we spoke about it being such a good 12 months or maybe even longer for, for the band, do you have time to sort of reflect on it or is it a bit of a, a whirlwind for you? Are, you? are you looking forward at what you can do next? Is anything sinking in? Yeah, I don't think there is too much time to really reflect. Um, like you, you, you probably reflect on the bigger moments for couple of days maybe but then it's just like right what, yeah. what's next because there is always something next you know people people like see us release a tour and they think that like that's all our plans are but like we're always plans for like a year in advance um so like we do get to appreciate the moments as they come but we are always conscious and we're always aware of like well that's next we know that that's next yeah. like we have a few spot gigs in july and august and um, but we're just in the room still, practicing most most times of the week, most days of the week. And uh, we might know that. And we don't we don't stop when if, if we're not on tour, we don't stop. We're still yeah. biting or practicing for the next gig. Yeah. Or the next video. Yeah, I can imagine. Um so as I mentioned to you previously, we do have a theme to the podcast. Uh, so we'll we'll stop talking about the serious stuff now and we'll go on to your fantasy pints, which I think with a few guests where I've not managed to pass the message on um, effectively, this has happened again. So it's quite off the cuff, but I think I prefer it that way anyway. So what we do is we ask our guests for three musicians, past or present, that they could spend an evening with, get to know them over a nice drink. Who is your first choice and why? We'll, we'll have take one each and then you can choose a joint one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Right, okay. You do one. My, my first instance, I think, <laughs> the fact that the, it's the mother why. So like slash, but like slash on the ACs when he yeah. when he dies, I had to get got told to stop drinking, otherwise he's gonna die. But he continues like when he's really heavy on it all. Right. Yeah. So you want him there? Yeah. I should. Be <laughs> heavy night already. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Like Aussie as well. You can't have two. That's. I'm not out spending the night with Aussie and Slash. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go to bed. You got slash. You got slash. Um, I'll go current. I'll go Alex Turner, obviously. Yeah, because we all know. Because you're thinking of the people that hang out with. I'm thinking yeah. of like bad parties. I went too far. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah. Okay. No. Um, Who did you like together? Well, I mean, David Cage. Dave, you know, you could just well, like, two, like four years ago, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I mean, we could do Dave, Dave on the Zootons. Or, okay. Dave, or... You're the funny, funny man. Macca. Sorry, sorry, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> topical, <laughs> topical Macca. The fact that he didn't come straight to my mind at the start. Yeah. Did you see his Glastonbury set? Yeah. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, it's, I've seen a lot of clips and it's amazing that he sings yeah. the way he does. He looks like the way he does. I mean, play for what two hours? Yeah, and he's eighty years old. Absolutely ridiculous. Mm. He plays better than I do. He does. I'll be well dead by the time I'm eighty. You will. Yeah. So, so we've got so you pick. You picked Slash. You've picked Maka, and Alex Turner. Uh, it's a weird group. Yeah. But, uh, 
Are you ready for a great evening? I think got got slash. I think the, slash, the first time slash has been picked. So you're uh, you've got you've you've picked a debutant. Um, so were any of those influential for you musically? Then um, you've sort of touched on. Oh, quite the sort of enigma hasn't he like you, you hear the Joe the blow chants in, in the crowd how, how's yeah. he taking this uh this new sort of found fame I suppose well, straight to his head straight to his head <laughs> he, he travels on his own he's got his own hotel room his own dressing room uh, uh, yeah it's straight to his head his ego is massive <laughs> nah, I, I don't know if he's the biggest ego in the band he might be yeah, he, he's up there in the top two but I don't want to say anything about what's going on I've seen it uh, no, uh, you, you, I, what we all do, yeah. uh, it's, it's, it's not fair to say, oh, he loves it, because we all love it. When you get back to the first house or whatever, a little bit, you go, okay, yeah. Um, but considering you get back to the Joe's and blow, whatever you
I think it kind of kills me a little bit. So I think it's like <laughs> someone tells Joe to blow over me. <laughs> Because <laughs> there was even uh, blow up trumpets at one gig, wasn't there? Yeah, the I, I love that. Well, yeah. like, seeing yeah. that, like, doing it too, is, you get to, we get to have festivals and I don't know. We should sell I don't know why we've never sold those merch. Yeah. I'm a genius. You found it. You found the uh, the gap for yourselves now. You can, you can be like the glass, glass animals, pineapples and stuff. Where they, where they <laughs> yeah. Um, final final question on the fun side. Red Rum Club is six piece, aren't you? Yeah. So I'm telling you now, you've got to pick a five aside team. Who are you leaving out? Football. Me. <laughs> yeah, Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> right. I thought was I thought that'd get some uh, conversation going. You might have been a bit um, at each other, but straight oh, away, no. Oh. It doesn't doesn't interest me at all. So when you said five aside, then I put you onto the piss of five aside team. I was like, this is all on you. <laughs> um, so I, yeah, I, I, like, I like the fast teams you wear. Uh, and the play. Um, Good. No, I'm not, yeah, I think Joe would be worse than you. Yeah, Joe's not great. But I just don't want to play. No, I imagine Joe would be like the midfield enforcer or something. Just, uh, no. He, he's the one you put on goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, thanks very much for your time. Um, Obviously, you've picked, picked three great choices. Just before, just before we go, what's what's the plans for the future now? Obviously, you've got tour dates, festivals. What's the plan further ahead next year? Next year, next year, um, maybe America again. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll finish the tour in September, and then I think we're doing maybe doing like the UK and Ireland, and maybe some European dates. Yeah, we've got a few things yeah. that are coming up, coming up now that we're hopefully going to announce soon. Yeah. Uh, no exclusive for you, though. No, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> yeah. But look- we've been, can we say this one? We're going to say it anyway. We've been in the studio recently. We have. We're going to tell you that one. Um, so some things might be coming soon. Mm. Soon people think, maybe. Yeah. Okay. And I'm finished. Go bigger. That's all I want. <laughs> and were you excited to get out there um, playing on the tour? Is there any way you got? lined up that you're uh, particularly excited to go to nashville for me yeah september that's what i'm really excited to go to um and texas again yeah i'm looking forward to austin again to get some tacos and margaritas (laughs) yeah i I can't remember who it was i had recently that had just been to it was america or south america and i actually asked him what was the favorite bit of uh food they'd found on the tour so i was intrigued but you just mentioned tacos so i'm gonna have to throw it out there yeah, I, I had more tattoos in America than I ever had in my life. Yeah. Uh, I loved them all. They were amazing. I still did. I, I was meant to get an in and out burger in LA, but I never got one. That's the, that's the only reason why I go back. <laughs> so I, can... I, I had one. I didn't, I, I'm not, I'm not going to uh, sort of try and put you off here, but I thought I built it, I built it up in my head. And I think it was the chips I was just let down by, but you know, I'll send you in there. Yeah, I've heard the chips aren't, aren't great. He's built it in the head so much. Yeah. He wouldn't stop talking about it in March. He hasn't sort of about it since. And then <laughs> but let down. I am going to be let down. I know I'll be let down, but I'm still, I'm definitely going to have one this time. Well, you never know. So, uh, so best of luck with all the, all the tours, especially getting out there in America. Um, and obviously, we'll look forward to hearing new music. So um, enjoy and enjoy your In and Out Burger. And thanks very much for coming on. See you, Bob. See you later. See you. I hope you enjoyed that one. We've got two 
more artists to go in the pipeline for the uh, for the coming weeks but i'll be off to why not festival and 110 above so if i can squeeze it in between there i will do in the meantime you can follow us on twitter at northern chorus underscore facebook northern chorus uk and instagram at northern chorus see you next time